Oh my God, Let's Scotty! Go. I oh, I just broke him of the habit of saying that. Um, you preview show right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. I was just looking back at this. You know the one thing that really surprised me of that Washington game? How did? Why did Washington never make an adjustment after after Andy Ludwig changes things up? To the B gap. I mean, he's using a lot of things inside the B gap, letting the defensive ends rush wide. He's using their aggression against them in dropping off screens and and then utilizing draws to let their aggression get past the play. How did did Chris Peterson spend the entire bye week and he's like, nope, this is it and this is all and this is what we'll do? And because it, it came out and it was working. But then Andy made some brilliant changes working inside those tackles mm-hmm. using their separation against them, and they never slowed down. They, they never put the, the brakes on. They just kept coming. And multiple times it got them. Isn't that a, isn't that a Jimmy Lake issue? You're talking about Washington on the defensive side, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I, how do you, I think how do you a, not go to issue? Because okay, for instance, I I'll, I could pull up two examples in film. I could pull up two examples where Utah had to call off Bradley and Nye because of of certain sets. So they called him off, and, and the Nye's dropping into zones. Mm-hmm. They, I never saw Washington oh. do any of that. I never saw them make that fall yeah. fall fully into gap protection and say, okay, well enough of this we're not going to let them drop these screens off or hit these b gaps and our guys be up the field just, anymore. yeah and you you called one of those plays right a screenplay using the washington's aggressiveness against them yeah utah threw that screen was it to moss it was to moss yeah i, I was yeah. telling scotty no. yeah i was telling scotty that that fourth offensive series yeah it was, here it is, Moss cutback, Moss power, Moss misdirection, Moss screen, Moss flats, Moss touchdown in the flats. That was the one-on-one. I, Look at how they used them. Here's my thought on that. They had success getting home early, and Jimmy Lake felt like that was their best opportunity to – disrupt Utah's offense by saying, okay, we're, you know, Zach Moss is Zach Moss. We're, we're going we're gonna to try and limit his productivity. The best way for us to limit offensive productivity is to force Tyler Huntley to make play after play after play. We think we can get home, and if we can't get home, we're going to force him into some very difficult Situations. They got home in the first half. They got home in the first half. And the truth of the matter is that Tyler Huntley of old may have held on to the ball differently. He may have scrambled differently. Yep. But this Tyler Huntley, even being tackled, even in the face of pressure, able to get the ball, able to dump the ball to Zach Moss, able to find him Mm -hmm. in the flat, able to complete a pass downfield when he didn't want to, the timing wasn't exactly what he wanted, but he understood what was happening to the point where he could release the ball earlier than he he would have liked to. So I, I, I don't 
I'm not sure that the game plan for Washington was bad or that they didn't make an adjustment. My feeling is that they just said, well, yeah, we could make an adjustment and maybe we slow it down a little bit or it takes them. But we're in a situation where we need to get the ball back. We need to force a turnover. This is our best opportunity to do that. We're going to have to take risk and pressure the quarterback. What did you think of Chris Peterson's decision to go for it on fourth and one mm-hmm. on, I want to say, Utah's 48? Yeah. With, what was it, Scotty, about a minute left? Yeah. Two minutes left in the first half? I thought it was odd. Because it ended up in, what, three points for Utah? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I thought it was an odd <clears throat> It was one of those... Would have gone up, what was it, uh, 14 to 10 at halftime and said they're up 14-13. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you make it and you then you put some more points yeah, on the board. Yeah, there you go. You know, it's, it was maybe, the, uh, you know, a turning point in the game. Uh, it, it could have been a real... Had, had Washington picked up, that, picked up the fourth down, converted it into a first down, and then went on to score heading into halftime. I don't know. How would the mentality of Utah been affected? They didn't. Utah made the stop, turned it around, scored some points. That, that changed the game. That the second a, half was a Utah football game. By the way, that was a Mika Tafua hustle play. <clears throat> if Mika Tafua doesn't get over there, because the, the guy snuck behind Francis Bernard, mm-hmm. and that's not Mika Tafua's right. responsibility. And he got all the way across the field, and he hit that tight end, Culp, who had never caught a ball or has not caught a ball through the year. And all of a sudden, in a fourth and one, in a crunch <laughs> moment, he no sneaks out of this. traffic off the backside yeah. and scrapes. And here comes Mika and knocks that thing loose. You know the hustle? Like, I, I guess I didn't. Have I even talked about the hustle plays? Not really. But So you had that hustle play. The biggest hustle play was the John Penasini force, yes. force mm, fumble. Yep. He comes from 15 yards upfield and dives on a on a Oregon or sorry a Washington player that is is making some moves and it pops that ball out. Mm-hmm. Some hustle plays. Uh, there were probably four or five big big made plays off pure hustle. Defensive. Well, and that's the thing that's really been impressive about this Utah defense. Not only fundamentally sound, you got hustle plays. They had, a, they had a few missed tackles in the first half on those touchdown drives. But other than that, they've been really good in tackling in the open field. Man, they really did. good. They did have some missed plays. And then Chris Peterson had some things dialed up that were spectacular but in, you, in the first quarter. But, but you bring up a good point. Like I've got a ton of respect for Chris Peterson for game plans, game plans coming out of bye weeks, adjusting mid-game. And he had a great game plan coming into the game, and they did a great job when Utah uh, was, you know, was letting the quarterback sit in the pocket a little bit. But it was Utah that adjusted, and and to your point, Washington never did. I mean, that's it was kind of an anti Chris Peterson kind of game. That that's what stood out to me in this thing. And <clears throat> to to Frank's point, you had a first half, and you had gotten to him four times. You got four sacks. And so you're thinking to yourself, well, we're just going to keep coming after him because mm-hmm. eventually this is going to pay off for us. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden things start rolling inside, 
And by the time you know it, you're five minutes left in the fourth quarter, and now you're just in desperation trying to get back right. into it because you're down two scores mode, yeah. mode, and you're not worried about making that transition. Now, what's crazy was Bradley and I hit that quarterback probably four times in the final ten offensive plays, including one sack that ended it, in my opinion, that, that – Stripped them, them to use a timeout. Stripped them another timeout. Yep. Forced them into an onside kick situation, mm-hmm. and they didn't do anything about it. He was destroying that left tackle, and they're like, "Well, what are you seeing out there?" Well, I'm getting beat. Well, just keep trying. Try harder. Can you do something to help me? No. <laughs> I need help. No. You know what? This time you're going to get him. No, this time. <laughs> you have to believe in yourself. Okay, you need so, a little more so grit. To, to that point, Spit. Andy Ludwig is watching a first half, and he's like, oh, boy, i got to get these guys help. And he gives them help, mm-hmm. gives them opportunity to be aggressive, fire off the ball. He goes to Nick Ford. He's like, hey, short set him. Just short set him. If he, wants to, if he wants to be funny about one-step setups, jump him, snatch him up, and, and beat him up. And, and they did that. <laughs> and Washington never made those adjustments. And, that, and to Scotty's point, it's very un-Chris Peterson-like. Yeah. But I also feel like, it, you know, at the end of that third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, Utah pushed them up against the ropes pretty hard. It felt like Utah took control took control of the game. Yep. It felt like and it's not it's it's not what Chris Peterson or Washington is used to, although maybe more used to it this year than in the past with four losses now that they are not controlling the situation. They're not controlling the game, they're not controlling the line of scrimmage. This is going to be a Washington team, I think. We'll see what Eason does after the year. It's going to be a Washington team that I think has a bright future. Still young on the defensive side, but but uh, this was this was a game where Utah showed its its kind of dominance in the conference this year. Ninety seven five twelve eighty the zone and the zone sports network hands and Scotty no over under coming up this week because of well no game so we'll continue talking oh, about this Utah football team. We're not going to do the over under this week. What would you like to do over under on? Oh, we no, we don't have to do it this week. I just it, I just wasn't sure Some because we did it last week. I don't think we did it last week. Yeah, we did it last week. And did we do it last week? Uh-uh. I don't think so. Yeah, I thought it. I don't know. Maybe we, we'll we, come back. I'll I, take a look. I, I know that we picked final scores. I but thought I don't we were going to see. Maybe we should review how that went last week. Hey, uh, make sure to call action, call action Plumbing. Get your preseason furnace tune-up safety check for just $33 by calling Action Plumbing, 801-833-3333, or going to actionplumbing.net. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Kyle Whittingham. You spoke on Monday that the time off will give Tyler Huntley an opportunity to get a 100% healed. If it changes any of the way he plays, I don't want him to be 100%. I want him to play exactly the way he's played. Do you think that this rehabilitation and recovering will change anything? He's been playing well, and credit to Andy Ludwig for tailoring things to his limitations the last few weeks because he hasn't been able to do everything that he was doing earlier in the season. We're hoping that we can get back to being able to have the full offense at his disposal and not worry about creating things where we keep 
keep him not moving like he was earlier in the year. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Seven five twelve eighty the zone and the zone sports network hands and Scotty, no over under this week because well there's nothing to do an over under for. Oh, I thought you just decided to disregard that segment from now on because it was not competitive. We have no done, longer competitive. We haven't really done it in a while. So uh, outside of last week, uh, I don't really remember. I would forget that too. <laughs> Hey, before that Washington game, would you have taken the bye week then if you could, yes. or do you want it now? No, I, if I had a if I had a pick, I would have said give me the bye week before the Washington game. The way that it turned out, it's beautiful. Yes. Yeah, it worked out. But I think maybe beforehand, but where I would Washington have said, had their bye week that week, I would I have I would have too because that would have been I know. And Washington was fourteen and zero with two weeks to prepare. Chris Peterson was fourteen and zero with yeah. two weeks to prepare. Yeah, I think maybe I would have taken that. But it works out so perfectly. So much better. I can't even believe this. I mean, you yeah. know, now you've got an opportunity to focus on, on those final three games and it gets I, – I, I, Kyle was talking about how close to 100% Huntley should be able to get. Can, can we talk about the final three games? Uh, all right, so you were the one that said the last three would be the gauntlet. And Utah, yes. and Utah won all three of them, yeah. the first two pretty handily. And yeah. last, last week, you know, by, you know, essentially you had a two-score lead going down the stretch. So yeah. by that rationale, then the next three should be smooth sailing. I know. It should be. Never it is. Be. It, it won't be. Something stupid will happen. There will be a bad game. And Utah's due for a bad game. Oh. No, not, 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 I, I didn't say, say bad it. loss. I just said a bad. Don't and this is what cha- say that. But this is what championship teams do. They overcome yeah. really poor performances. So, so what game do you think that they'll really struggle in and have to find a way to win? I think UCLA has a little potential of that because they've, they've been able to. I say they've been able to score. You say is averaging about 29 points a game. Did you see the comments from their receiver? They're fifth in the conference in rushing offense. Which receiver? I didn't. Ethan yeah. Fernea. By the way, can you find his numbers? Ethan Fernea. Yes, I can. F e r n e a. But essentially, said Utah is known as a tough team. We're looking forward to show them who the really tough team is, or something along those lines. Yeah. Do I have that right? Yeah. I yeah. would find his numbers, but he's not listed among the top twelve. In the Pac-12. So I'll have to go search his numbers elsewhere. I'm not I'll do sure. That. I'll do that. I'm not sure what inspired that quote, Scott. Because they've got a game this week. Yeah, well, I don't know why he's talking about Utah. And I don't know why he thought the best thing for him to say would, would, would nope. be. But I think we're ready to go out and show them that we're the tougher team. <laughs> What's his name? Ethan Fernia? U- UCLA Fernia, is, yeah. is Guess off what? this week. What? UCLA uh, is up by this week. Oh, he's got a bye. Okay. 
He's got four catches for 90 yards on the season. On the season? Yeah. But they were four really tough catches. He does have one of those went for a touchdown. So 25% of his receptions have gone for touchdowns. He made some really tough catches, four of them. Senior wide receiver has been in all nine games, four catches, 90 yards, and a score. Yeah. He's a good blocker. <laughs> wow. Well, is that, is that something that ends up on a uh, – Well, that's something where if I'm an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman, I'm going to go to him and say, hey, man, you got to shut your mouth because you're not the one that's dealing with this trench. Do you think Chip Kelly made him say it? Like, <laughs> like Chip Kelly was like, I can't say this, but you're going to say this. <laughs> like My favorite receiver with I, four catches. I can't have a really good player say it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you go say this. Hey, Fronia. He doesn't coach. even know his name. Chip's like Fournette. I, hey, Elmo. It's hey. it's Ethan, Coach. <laughs> you come here, and I want you to say this to the media Chip's tomorrow. Chip's like I've got to I got to find a way to change our identity. You know what I'll do is I'm going to trash talk Utah's toughness. I'd say we're tougher. <laughs> That's really going to work. <laughs> That'll get the boys fired up. Here, here's oh my god. Here's a, here's how Utah has the remaining schedule in terms of statistics, team statistics. Uh, scoring offense, Arizona is sixth, UCLA eighth, Colorado ninth in the conference. Rushing offense, Arizona is number two in the conference. UCLA number five in the conference. Colorado number seven in the conference. Scoring defense, UCLA nine. Colorado, 11. Arizona, 12. Rushing defense. UCLA, 4. Arizona, 9. Colorado, 8. So when I said Utah was going through the gauntlet, this, these numbers should demonstrate why. Because the high, it looks like the highest ranking is UCLA, Arizona, 2 rushing, UCLA, 5. Everything else, 6 or below in team stats. Total offense, UCLA 8, Colorado 9, Arizona number 2. So maybe Arizona is the trip up. Pass defense, Arizona 2. Or excuse me, pass offense, Arizona 2. Pass defense, Arizona 11. I don't know. Maybe maybe Arizona is the trip up. But it, but statistically, uh, Utah... Is significantly better than the three remaining teams. That said, UCLA has a three-game winning streak. Arizona has a lot of talent on the offensive side. They're number twelve total defense. I I just don't know what to think of Colorado. I just I I don't think they've they have much. They're not very engaged. Arizona has to play on the road against Oregon the week before they come to play Utah. Yeah. Or Utah goes to play them, sorry. Yeah. So, so they're going to be rough. The or, Oregon's you think gonna Oregon's going to rough up Arizona? Oh, yeah, they're going to rough them up. So it's at Oregon, then, then Utah. UCLA's remaining schedule uh, is Utah next week, and then at USC, uh, and then Cal. Colorado has Stanford, Washington, and then Utah. So you're playing an Arizona team after they play Oregon, Oregon. And you're playing a Colorado team after they play Washington. Washington. Yeah. That helps, too. Yep. Is that Colorado-Washington game? Are they on the road against Washington? Or is that at home? 
Colorado is at Colorado. Okay. Yeah. No, I think the schedule. I think that's. I still. I still believe that's true. That Utah's gone through their gauntlet. I think you're right, and I think it sets up beautifully for Utah. Yeah. Now they still have to go out there and get it done, but things seems like it's just kind of falling in line for them. Oregon is the same, though. I mean, oh yeah, Oregon has Arizona at Arizona State. And then Oregon State, but you want Oregon eleven and one going into that game. Oh yeah, yeah. You need well, you need to have. Um, the other thing I was thinking about this: what what has to happen in the final three games? Going into that Oregon game, you must have Zach Moss healthy. And this is going to sound crazy to everybody, but the way he's playing, I would say more importantly, you must have Tyler Huntley healthy. I don't disagree with that. If you had to choose one to be 100% healthy going into the final game, who would you take? Right now, I would, I would take, take, I'd take Huntley. I'd take Tyler Huntley. Yeah. I, I need Tyler Huntley healthy playing that quarter, quarterback position. Frank is, Frank is not on Well, board. it's a grinder of a question because Ludwig did put it. It's a grinder of a question. <laughs> into Moss's hands. It is. I feel and said, like Moss, I'm being I need ground. you to go figure out a way to win this game. Question, Moss is still a guy that you can that question brought put it in his hands. Grinders. We don't know if we're going to make it. <laughs> ah, my grinders. Have you ever I heard, don't know. You, you know that reference, right? I don't. Alema Harrington and his 911 call. What? Yeah, when he had a uh, – a, um, I don't know what it was, but it came through his windshield. Almost took his whole arm off. A deer? It was a it was a brake brake drum pad off of a what? You a brake drum? Off, off yeah, of a diesel. Came, no, came off the back of a truck, came through the windshield, yeah. and You're then kidding. and then almost took his arm off, and he still was driving, and he and he found a way to like get off into the parking lot, and they asked him, he's like, "I'm a grinders two for one special going on right now." He did not. Like he, he worked did. in a liner. It he did a great. commercial read to the nine one one operator. <laughs> Most embarrassing nine one one call. That's a heads up play by a lemma, right there. <laughs> you remember when I'm you su- had a nine one one call? No, I'm, su- I don't. I'm surprised Lloyd doesn't have the audio of that. Nobody remembers that. What was your nine one one call? It Did was, that have? Is that the genesis of Pi? I will tell you, mine was more dire than his. You, I almost rolled my car. Okay, you almost rolled your car. He all he his arm was hanging by a ligament. His blood was everywhere. Hands or Alema? Alema. Alema's arm was? Yeah, it was destroyed. It was? But he didn't almost roll his car because he blew like, two tires running over a ladder. You did. Yeah, I did. You can't. The ladder fell off. But what was the pie? I, I Well, <laughs> that's a long story that doesn't need to be told. Okay. We hey, can tell it. Lloyd, do time. you have Alema's 911 call? Because that's, that's great. <laughs> Alema's fantastic. You know what? I... Your Friday, your football Friday is, I have to tune into that radio. Lloyd, did you say go to break or did you say you've got a limo? All right, right, 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It will be better tomorrow because, you know, I have me and Hans. Tony actually knows how to run a radio show. Like, like Hans and I, not not so much. Tony, Tony will actually keep those guys under control. You don't want those guys under control. That's the beauty of it. You do not want them. You want Coach McBride feeling like he can say whatever he no, wants to say. Alema's going to be on top of the world. 
Oh, I know. That's Boise why. State and Utah State wins back-to-back. He's going to accuse me of doing what he's been doing all along, is taking the show off after BYU loses. He has done that. Oh, Lemon 911. What's the address of your emergency? I'm on the road. A brick just came through my window. I'm trying to get to the hospital. What address are you at, sir? 4500 South, trying to get to the emergency room. 4500 South and... Immediately. Sir, 4500 South and where? 4500 South and getting off the freeway right now. You're getting off the freeway? I'm getting off the freeway, but I'm trying to get to the hospital. What freeway were you on? I'm on I-15. I need someone to see me immediately at the hospital. Okay, can you pull over and we'll send units to you? I... I don't know if I can make it. You said a brick went through your window? A brick went through my window and hit me in the shoulder. That's the extended version. Well, I'm fascinated. We can't go to break now. It's crazy, huh? He, okay. He, he thought it was a brick, but <laughs> it was a it was a drum, a brake drum. A yeah. brick? Yeah. Golly. No, we won't. You'll, yes, hear, you'll hear Hans 911 call. Why? I don't know. No. We'll do, let's do the full dilemma. Let's do the full dilemma. Coming up next. All right, 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Slow Mo Joe. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. What do you think of load management in October? I don't like it, but in saying that, I would obviously never judge anybody's personal situation or whatever unless you know what's going on. I've always tried to play every game I possibly could. That's just me. I just would rather play. If I'm healthy, why not play? I think the flip side of that is obviously the fans, and the organizations, these people put a lot of money into us playing and spending a lot of money to watch us play. So for me, I feel like I should go out there and try and do the best I can. Oh, yeah. Catch Jazzman Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Nine one one. What's the address of your emergency? I'm about a uh, half mile north of the thirty third south exit on the I fifteen. What exit, sir? The thirty third south. Okay, I need you to calm down, sir. What's the problem? There's, there's a full size limit on the I fifteen. It's going to kill somebody. You got to get to you got to get the traffic stopped and get out of here and remove this debris. I'm sorry. Did you say a rattler's on your knee? No, I said clear the debris. It's a ladder, like the thing you climb on, you paint houses or a barn or a place of business. Listen, you guys got to hurry. Cars are, cars are driving over this thing, and it's going to roll a car. We have a unit in motion. Are you okay, sir? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. Listen, I haven't eaten since 10 o'clock, so my blood sugar and triglycerides are a little bit off, but... I've got half of a sale pocket in my car. I'll eat that. I'll get that in my system. Do you need roadside assistance, sir? No, no. I just need to eat this pie. Units are closed. Stay on the line until they arrive. I'm going to pass out if I don't eat something. i got to get this in my system. Look, 
Oh, uh, wait, 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 tell some of these units arrived, but I gotta get this pie in me. I suggest you wait on the line, sir. Hey, hey, you gotta get on the road, sir! Hey, don't go on the road! You stay Sir, sir, I need you to calm down. I need you to stay with me. I'm sorry, I, I can't wait. I'm not gonna make it if I don't get this pie in me. I don't understand why we had to play that. That's not real. Did someone put you up to that? <laughs> no, no. I, I hit a ladder and almost died. That's the facts. But what well, about of the starvation? Call? What that, about the call? That call, that call is, is authentic. What about the triglycerides and the blood sugar? I was, dude, I was stirred. I almost rolled my car. I fishtailed. I nearly rolled my car. A, a ladder flipped out from under a diesel right in front of me and hit the ground right in front of my little Ford Focus, and I went over it. How old were you? It, this was four, four years, five years ago. Huh. Isn't it interesting how we react under stress situations? That's what I'm telling everybody. Nobody knows how you're going to, in the face of death, you never know what you're going to you say. You had to get do. a pie in you. Hey, Frank. It doesn't matter what different individuals have to do in the, in the face of trauma, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I would react. I know you don't, but I know I that know I, I know you like making fun of people would, on their nine one. I'm calls. not making fun of anybody. I'm st- I'm just thinking to myself, how would I react? Would I react like you know? I have a I have a six pack of donut gems. I need to get those. <laughs> My system. Are we playing a Lemus nine one one call? No, we're not. When playing did that any. happen? I didn't even know about that. I wouldn't even have brought up a Lemus call if if I knew that mine would get played. When did that happen? Mine? No, a Lemus. About two, three years before. Really? Before I hit that. Wow, ladder. that's four years maybe. It sounded like a Lemus was in significant distress. Yeah. I'm gonna have to ask him about that. Yeah, anyway. but his wasn't near death. His just he just had an near, arm he near had to his, fall off. Nearly had his arm ripped off. Yeah. That's near death. It's debatable. By the way, if you're not doing anything, or if you are doing something tomorrow, tune in. Is it one to three? Fo- one Friday, to three, yeah. Football Friday. That hey, is a good show. Really quick, going into the bye week, last thing and we'll go. Who would you give the Utah MVP to right now? Oh, man. If you could only give one award. Ah. Would it be on the defensive side? Would it be hard. on the offensive side? What, what individual? I don't know. I don't most know. Responsible? Jalen Johnson, Julian Blackman, I think has picked up his play. Francis Bernard has been fantastic. Lecky Fotu, Bradley and I. Those are probably the guys top of my head on the defensive side. And there's other guys that have played extremely well. Devin Lloyd played extremely well. On the offensive side, I think you would narrow it to... Tyler Huntley and Zach Moss. And I don't Tyler Huntley's been fantastic. I don't think they ask him it's hard to say that. I don't think they ask him to do as much or carry the weight of the offense the way they ask Zach Moss to do it. And even though Tyler Huntley has been lights out, phenomenal, I think I would lean toward Zach Moss. Wow. That's a, we'll have to debate that more. I know. Because I would go Tyler Huntley. I know you would, and it's you can make great arguments for both. 
If you missed parts of the Utah preview show, you can catch it at 97.5, the zone on the internet. Go to www.1280thezone.com and you'll click on the hands or you'll click on the audio link and it'll drop down banners. Click on the Hans and Scotty show. Then you scroll, you'll scroll up until you see the Utah preview show. Then you'll click on that and then you'll press play and you can play the entire preview show yes i love technology wow but not as much as you you see but i still love technology always and forever maybe we could get that maybe we could get you to type that up and post it some, somewhere that very succinct description of how to listen to the preview show once again this has been the utah preview show 97.5 12 the zone